everyone. Jason here, your host for the Sea Road Community Podcast. And I'm excited about this episode because with me on this episode is our Outpost Cafe manager, Miss Carrie Hordike. How are you doing, Carrie? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for inviting me on the podcast. So excited to kind of reintroduce you to our listening audience. Many of them already know who you are, but just kind of give them an overview of where we're at with the Outpost Cafe, what God's doing, what we're up to, all that mm-hmm. good stuff. But we, before we get to all of that, we are recording this on an epic snow day. So here's where I want to yeah. start. What is the, as a barista, your barista opinion, what is the best warm drink to have on a snowy day? Oh, that's a hard one. I guess it depends. Like if you're, if you're a coffee drinker, or not. I mean, hot chocolates are always a good go-to on cold days or hot apple cider. But for me, personal preference would be a latte. Even on a hot day, I'd prefer a latte. So, <laughs> On a hot day, you're drinking lattes as well. Okay, interesting. Yeah, That's okay. All of us are a little bit unique, and that's just one of your uniquenesses. That's, <laughs> that's a wonderful thing. Okay, so you're sitting in your house, you're, you're having your nice warm drink, whether that's tea, coffee, if you're a coffee drinker, latte, hot apple cider, hot chocolate. Um, what is one of your favorite activities to do on a snowy winter day? Like if you've got lots of snow, what would you do as a kid, the kid version of Carrie? How, how would she approach this um, well, opportunity? <laughs> it's a, like, yeah, if I can go out, I would probably go tobogganing we used to live on this like really big hill and led to a park so we would always go out as soon as we saw the snow falling and just go tobogganing all day um otherwise if you can't get to a hill I, I would probably just go outside and just like jump in the snow and like roll in the snow I don't know I just love it when it's soft snow like this too just seems wow. like a like it seems huggable <laughs> <laughs> there you go everybody if you've learned nothing else from this podcast Go hug the snow right now. It'll make you feel warm and tingly. And then you will definitely need that warm drink afterwards to rewarm your anatomy. Good stuff. Hey, (laughs) Carrie, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Outpost Cafe now. We are Mm -hmm. heading into like month, month nine since we've been working on this really strategically and diligently, you know, kind of from the April threshold. But we didn't open our doors until... Uh, October, what have yeah. been some of the highlights from your perspective as the cafe manager of being in this this ministry, but also this micro business thing that we've got running? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I think one of the first things that came to mind was just working with different volunteers. I think it was a good way for me to be introduced into the community, both Prescott and Sea Road community. Um, so I got to interact with people that I've never met before and just kind of see the giftings that God has given them, which is pretty cool. And just learning as I went, um, was a highlight just, you know, I've never opened up a cafe. I worked at cafes, but never opened up something like this. So it was pretty cool to just learn along the way. It was definitely challenging and I felt inadequate a lot, but, um, just trusting God and understanding that he's someone that has the control in this and if he wants it to, wants it to succeed it will um and then once we opened it was really cool to just meet people in prescott um we've got lots of regulars now which is really awesome and just like getting to have conversations day to day with people you know like they open up 
and they talk about their family and their their friends and their jobs and stuff like that and it's just like a cool cool way to insert you yourself into their lives yeah that is cool that is cool I, I love the idea that you said like you know it, it, without the volunteers right helping and serving and connecting this thing wouldn't happen and you mm-hmm. know as a church family we wanted to engage in mission with what we felt Jesus was inviting us into creating warmth and connection with the community and you personify that but that's also spilled over and into your volunteers so for those volunteers who might be listening to this we are super appreciative of who you mm-hmm. are your willingness to give up your time your talent your treasure all that good stuff you are helping this be a success in what we thought, but more importantly, in what God has in mind for uh, Prescott and, and our regents who are deeply appreciative of that. We could also mm-hmm. use more volunteers. I mean, that's, that's the million yeah. dollar question, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right now we're doing, we're doing okay on volunteers. We have 20, which is amazing, but I think we have two co-op students right now who work most days, eight to two, um, or around that time, and they're going to be done in the end of January. So then we'll have a bit of a gap there. And it's always nice to have people who live close that can kind of fill in when other people are sick or, you know, it's cold season. So a lot of people can't come in as frequently. So yeah, there's always people needed. Um, yeah, maybe not every week, but at least once a month, even if you can spare some time, it'd be pretty cool to see you at the cafe. So there you go, friends. Just a reminder, you know, if you're looking to fill up some hours or minutes in your day, there is still an opportunity to get involved in some way. Uh, Walk us through things, you know, we're in this COVID season, and so there have been times when we've been able to host guests in person, times where we Mm -hmm. haven't been able to, but if somebody's going to want to get involved as a volunteer, walk us through just some options for them. Like, do they need to know everything about coffee? Can they just come and be willing to clean or bus tables and have conversations like what kind of volunteer uh, do we have options for and opportunity for right now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right now um, we're always looking for people to wash dishes, um, people who want to serve coffee, but you don't need to know much about coffee. We definitely can can teach you. Um, Right now there's no busting tables just because it's all takeout until I think mid January or late January. Um, and then, yeah, we need people who just want to talk to people as well, you know, cash people out who are good with handling money. Um, people who like to make sandwiches, we have some new menu, menu items where we've added soups and sandwiches and, um, yeah, just light lunches and suppers and kind of thing. Um, so people who want to handle food, who want to make a soup, who have a recipe they love and want to try in an instant pot at the cafe. Yeah, we're looking for all kinds of people to fill those spaces. That seems like a a wide variety of opportunities there. So people, this is your time. This is your time to shine. If you've got, like (laughs) Carrie said, that that closet recipe that your grandmother handed down a couple couple generations, uh, maybe we can (laughs) throw that into the Instapot soup and make our soup of the day. I think that's what I love about our cafe Uh, as much as things are staying the same, there's a lot of familiarity as well. The faces, um, some of the the menu items, like people know kind of what to expect when they walk in. They're going to be greeted warmly. Every single time I've walked in there, I've been greeted warmly. 
by all of our volunteers and staff that are, are there or visiting or whatever. And even some of the, the guests that have been there are, are mm-hmm. saying hello when people walk in the door, which is fantastic. Um, and then, like you said, there's an opportunity there just to uh, experiment and learn and just have a little bit of fun. So whether that's for one hour or a couple of hours, maybe people are looking for some community service spaces, like some of you high school kids, you're like, my goodness, I've got hours that I've got a chunk away before I graduate. Come wash dishes. It's super fun. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely can be. Yeah. Now, some people might be thinking, why don't you have a dishwasher, like an actual appliance? Uh, Can you walk us a little bit through why we chose to do hand washing of dishes, Carrie? Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, I mean, one, it's cheaper, but that wasn't in our intention. Our intention was so that we could have conversations over the dish, um, over dishwashing. So, you know, one person's uh, rinsing the dishes, the other one's washing and drying and that kind of thing. And we're able to just have a conversation over that, which is really cool. And that was our intention just to open up another space for conversation. See friends, we, we've got everything planned out to a T. I'd <laughs> like to say that that's true. It's, it's not, but this one, we were really intentional. Everything has a purpose, you know, even the way the cafe is set up, um, what we're offering in terms of menu items and options, all of those things, they've got a backstory behind them that are quite, it's quite interesting once you dig deeper just to understand the why behind things like dishwashing. We mm-hmm. wanted to create a conversation opportunity, not just a task oriented opportunity. Yeah, exactly. That's super fun. Okay, Carrie, you probably have had so many stories about cool things that have happened. Can you share like just one of us, one of these stories with us? Like um, maybe it was a, a conversation that you had, something you saw, something you, you witnessed happening between a couple of other people, just some yeah. highlights over the last couple of months from your perspective. Yeah, I've seen some other customers offer to pray for other customers that are coming in, which has been really cool. Um, I've talked to retired pastors who come and sit for coffee just about their um, life and their experiences and that kind of stuff. And then one lady that comes to mind, she lives in Brockville. Um, I won't say her name, but she lived in, lives in Brockville and she just comes to Prescott just to fix her car. And she only goes once a year. She used to live in Prescott with her husband who passed away. Um, And so she doesn't really like to come to Prescott because it just reminds her of those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. But she came into her coffee shop just to sit and wait um, for her car to be done. And she, I just sat down with her and we had a conversation over coffee and just kept chatting. And then Johanna prayed for her, which was amazing. And then she left. And, um, I believe it was, it was before this lock last lockdown. She came in, she was able to sit in again. She came in and said, she came all the way to Prescott just to see us, which was amazing and really cool because, you know, Prescott was a place that she didn't want to come to, um, just cause of all the memories. So just for her to come because she felt she loved the conversation that we shared last time. She, she felt welcomed and heard. So she wanted to come in, which is really cool. And she's such a sweet lady. So. Awesome. I love that. That warmth and that hospitality, it just radiates. And like you said, we've got a a lot of regular customers and it's not only the stuff that we offer on the menu that they're coming back for. It is that 
that willingness to to be seen and recognized and heard and understood that's so amazing quite mm-hmm. quite fun um you mentioned Carrie that you did never opened a cafe before and this is a new experience so what was one yeah. of the biggest things that you personally learned uh through this process um that it doesn't all happen overnight you know, um, as much as I have these like dreams and hopes for it, I just have to take a step back and be like, you know what, one step at a time. Um, like maybe we don't have everything established that we want to, but it will come as long as we trust God and make the steps towards it. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned and a thing that I've had to like, just like tell myself over and over again, because I so often want to get ahead and I'm looking towards the future, but you can't get to the future without making the steps in the per- like the current present time. So just slowing Absolutely. down and appreciating it all. Yeah. I love that. Just slowing down and enjoying the process and not mm-hmm. the microwave. I, I think that's one of the hardest things for us to do in our culture is to not circumvent or fast forward things. I was just thinking about, you know, we were joking about if you have um, a recipe that you want to try in our Instapot. Well, Instapots, they, they weren't around for they haven't been around for a long time, right? Like they're they're kind of a more mm-hmm. recent invention, um, and so it's I, I think it's like the difference between pasta sauce from a can and pasta sauce that's homemade, right? Like mm-hmm. one tastes way better. It's the homemade sauce, right? Like yeah. from scratch tastes way better. Um, we'll put up with the other one because it gets us to where we want to go, like having a full meal. Um, but the other one is way better. It's way, way healthier for you. You get to control the amount of like salt in it and all those different pieces. Right. And mm. I, I just was thinking about that as you were sharing about the slowing down and it doesn't happen overnight. Cause I'm with you. I like that fast forward piece. I almost expect it at times, Yeah, but that's not, that's not God's process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you miss so much along the way. If you just fast forward, like even just character build character. Yep. Character building, that kind of thing. You don't get that. If you speed along, you don't get to experience all the things that God uses to change your, your character or your life, or, you know, insert new people into your life. You, you miss out on that. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, This is a challenging season because we're, you know, just doing takeout like all other, you know, bistros and cafes and, and spaces like that right now. And uh, we're hopeful that that isn't too much longer so that we can return to hosting people and, and really engaging in what we're good at, so to speak, and what we're, what we're called to, which is just to love people, um, you know, with, with the space and the environment that we have there. But talk to me a little bit more, talk to us a little bit more, Carrie, about what, what's next for the outpost, like where, where do we see God moving and where do we see maybe God asking us to pay a little bit closer attention? Mm -hmm. So one of the new things that's happened is uh, Johanna Freer joined the team officially. She was unofficially part of the team, but now she's um, yeah, part of the paid staff at the outpost and does other things with the church as well. Um, So that's going to help just alleviate some of the task from, my day-to-day but then also create more space and more ability to do more ministry events like run more alpha groups or 
um, CR groups or AA meetings, that kind of thing. And in order to do so, we need to also create more space in the cafe. And we have a back room that's currently not ours to use, um, but our landlord is willing to rent it out to us, but we need you know, the financial ability to do so. So prayer for that, or if people want to give, but I feel like that's probably one of our next moves, like one of our next big moves. We have smaller moves on the way before that, but yeah, just creating a space that allows us to have those meetings for people in Prescott or the surrounding area. They can come in and we can't do that without the privacy of the second space or separate rooms for people. Um, thinking of other things as well. I mean, hopefully we're open for in-person soon so that we can have more meetings and Bible studies held there. We can continue to have the senior high group come for Alpha. Um, just trying to think. Yeah, that's good. That, that, that's good stuff there. Um, I don't want yeah. to cut you off if you got something else. No, I was just going to say, I think that's like the biggest things. Um, there's some smaller stuff like on in February, we're hoping to have another training night for volunteers and staff. So if people want to partake in that, they can just shoot me an email at outpostcafe at centennialroad.com. Yeah, we're just trying to figure out the details of that, but we would like to have a night where we can train people to froth milk and make sandwiches and just have a good time. But yeah, that's dependent on restrictions as well. So we're just waiting to hear for that. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, I'll back up to something that you said, you know, we have Johanna Freer that's joined the paid staff. Some people might be like confused going like paid yeah. staff. What does that mean? Well, just so you know, um, both Carrie and Johanna, for all of our listeners, if you're not yet aware, they're basically like missionaries. And so what they've had to do is go and raise all of their financial salary support uh, by talking to family, friends, in some cases, complete strangers, and <laughs> and ask them to partner with what God is doing in their lives. So that's exactly what Johanna's had to do um, as well, because all of the proceeds that come through the cafe are put back into the cafe itself. And we're hoping will also give us some freedom to invest in the community of Prescott um, by doing something creative, maybe a Maybe we'll be able to give to another charity in the, in the region, maybe um, sponsor different events uh, or like sporting activities, teams, whatever, because as a member of the community, we're going to give back and into the community that's given to us. So for, for anybody that's like, oh my goodness, this sounds like a get rich quick scheme. It's not. Um, thankfully, the, the cafe is... Uh, like fiscally sustainable in the model that we've built this on, which we're wonderfully grateful for. Um, but there's always room and opportunity to grow and improve and everything like that. I just want people to know that um, in case they're confused and going like, oh my goodness, what are they doing? Now they know. Yep. Yeah, and then Christmas time. Yeah, Christmas time we were able to give some money to the angel tree. Um, fundraiser for yeah, kids whose family might be in or parents might be in prison to be able to give them gifts during Christmas time. So that was cool to be involved in that. Yeah, that's so mm -hmm. awesome. And that's, again, we've got a heart of generosity that we want to be known for as a community. Uh, I love the fact that Carrie and her team, they do not turn away any guest, any guest or customer. 
everybody gets served, looked after, cared for, regardless of whether or not they can actually pay for what they are uh, ordering off the menu, which I think is wonderfully brilliant, my friend. Yeah, it's very unique, but it's pretty cool. That's so good. You also mentioned about this uh, potential expansion. And so people might be thinking, my goodness, you've only been open six months. Now <laughs> you're thinking about expanding. Um, and maybe they've never actually been to our physical space. So let's kind of walk them through verbally what we're talking about. Uh, our cafe layout right now, when you come in through the main door, we've got a seating area. Yes, it can't be used right now, but that's where people do sit. And we're permitted to host groups of people there. Um, when we are able in, in a space uh, health region wise to be able to do that. Uh, there's a small little kitchen area where they do food prep and all your drink prep and you can actually watch them do all of that. There's a cash checkout on the side. There's a washroom, but then there's this weird door in the middle of the room. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, if you walk right in, you can see it straight back the door. Um, so that leads to a bigger open space with another bathroom. And so if we have another bathroom, we can have more people in the space, but then it would also be a good space to maybe, you know, have an oven in there so we can bake our own goods and um, just have more storage for the non-perishable foods. And for free. right now we have a frizz, fridge and freezer back there, but it would just be a good space for maybe an office, but then it's large enough for us to have that, but then also have a big, large meeting area. Um, that we can yeah, host meetings in or have craft nights or yeah, anything creative back there. So, yeah, but if we do have that one and we put more bathrooms in, then we, our capacity goes up, which is awesome because then that means we can fit more people in and people can have a cozy place to sit and drink coffee and have some food. So yeah, that's the hope and dream. Yeah. And the, one of the coolest things is, you know, people might be thinking, well, why don't you just get rid of the door? But having that door there, having a separation between the both spaces gives you options moving forward. You could have mm -hmm. things happening simultaneously, say two Bible studies going at the same time or uh, an AA meeting and uh, a birthday party in the front or whatever it's going to be. There are options there. And as Carrie mentioned, um, all municipalities have requirements for capacity based on not only physical space, but washrooms. And so having consistent access uh, to one, potentially one more, but also potentially two more washrooms in that space um, increases our ability to host groups of various sizes, which is pretty darn cool. Mm -hmm. I'd say so. Yeah, so that, that might be bubbling up in the next couple of months. So you can stay tuned and listen to more for that. But um, especially as the, the weather starts to turn now towards spring. Uh, listen to me talk about spring already. Yeah. It's the middle of January. My goodness. Uh, but as we go to spring and summer, uh, there may be an adjustment um, to the cafe hours and opportunities and times and summer students and all those different things. Uh, we are just, we're, we're seeing this as just a, a door is opening wider and wider and wider to possibilities and opportunities. And for that, we're really grateful. So Carrie, mm -hmm. if, if some of our listener, listeners are praying people, how could they partner with you, with our volunteers, staff, and whomever else 
um, in prayer for the Outpost Cafe? What would be your, give us your top three prayer requests for the cafe? Uh, so pray for volunteers, the ones that are already existing in the future ones. Um, not everyone that volunteers there is Christian. So just that we can be light to them and be a good example. And just, yeah, pray for them and their families and their friends. And the second one would be pray for customers. Uh, right now, it's kind of a bit of a slow, little slow stretch uh, since we went into 2022. I think it's just because it's cold and people are, they usually spend less money in January. So we just have been seeing like a decline in the amount of customers. So just prayer for that. And then the third one would be a prayer for future ministry, current and future ministry, um, that that space can just be what we hope and dream it is, but even so much more than what we can ex um, expect. Um, yeah. And then if people want to get more involved with prayer, I mean, I'd love to par par partner people up with volunteers already just for them to pray for them. Uh, if they want to send me an email to the same email outpostcafe at centennialroad.com, I can send them a prayer list. We're going to try to make one a little bit more regular, uh, maybe even monthly or so, just to send you a list of things you can pray for for that month. There you go, friends. If you've got time on your hands and you enjoy prayer, and, and quite honestly, even if you don't enjoy prayer, it's a great discipline to build into your life. It's communication uh, with a God who loves you, cares for you, and wants what's best for your life. Um, let's get rid of this notion that God wants to control all things and instead adopt the, the mindset and the mentality that God wants what is best for you in every single situation. And through prayer, we can have access to his heart and his mind and um, just to all of his passions and ideas and dreams for each one of us. So I love that, Carrie. I love those prayer items. Be praying for people that are already serving, for those that are not yet serving, but we know we'll be serving in the future because God always provides for us what we need right when we need it. We want to pray for uh, all of our customers um, and people that are just there that come into that space, whether they buy something or don't. Um, it's mm -hmm. an opportunity to spark a conversation, to, to show love, to, to care, all of that good stuff right in that space. And, and we've got people that as Carrie has mentioned from Prescott that live in Prescott, uh, regulars that work in Prescott, we have people outside in Brockville and even further surrounding areas and regions uh, that come drop in, whether they are a returning guest that comes weekly, daily, monthly, or just once in a blue moon. Um, it's an opportunity for us to love and care for them. And, and that's, that's really excellent. I really, really love that and enjoy that. And then, like you said, the future potential, it's there. I know that you're having conversations about other alpha groups and alpha marriage course and mm -hmm. small group studies and all this stuff. And it's, it feels like the water is beginning to boil. And that is a really cool analogy because man, it's getting close to lunch and I'm getting hungry. So let's go boil up something good. <laughs> that's awesome well thanks so much carrie for your time today anything else that you want our listeners to know about you or the cafe before we sign off uh, i just want to thank them for their support um for those of you who haven't heard it come check it out but for those of you who have been there or have supported through prayer or finance financially i just want to send a thank you and yeah we hope we can serve you in the future as well 
There you go, friends. Carrie, the ultimate modest individual. She's amazing. If you've never seen her in action, you're going to want to take a trip to Prescott, not when the roads are closed, but when they're open and visit the cafe. You can find the cafe hours at centennialroad.com forward slash outpost cafe, or just in the drop down menu, you click outpost cafe and it'll take you right there. Uh, they're up to date and um, you can also follow them on socials, uh, Instagram and Facebook, if you have access to that um, yep. and, and make sure that uh, you, you stay up to date with any potential closures, like, I don't know, um, uh, pipes being frozen during <laughs> the winter. So we have to adjust yeah. hours or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we are on Google now too. So you can just Google Outpost Cafe Prescott and it'll show up the hours as well and directions, I believe. Wonderful. Look at that. Mm -hmm. We are all digital and so good. But of course, word of mouth is the best way to get people going. So if you are looking for a new place to connect with people or just have a great uh, bite to eat, something like that, don't forget the Outpost Cafe in Prescott. It's just a few minutes down the road. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this episode. We are so grateful for the opportunity that we've had to be with you. And hopefully all of this conversation has been music to your ears. Make sure that you like um, the Outpost Cafe on our social media streams. If you've got questions, reach out directly to uh, Carrie or Johanna, and they would love to be able to share with you a little bit more about what God is doing in that space and even find an opportunity for you uh, to serve, uh, to care, uh, to connect, and to help be the hands and feet of Jesus through a warm beverage on a snowy day or a warm beverage on a sunny day, whatever your preference might be. Have a great day and thanks again for listening.